While reading is fun, your mental health is funner, we want to make sure that you are fully prepared for what you are about to read. This book contains grief, impact, play, sexual assault, kidnapping, violence, consensual non-consent, and suicide. If you are ever in a place where you need to talk or connect, please text or call 988. This is the USA National Suicide and Crisis Hotline. You are listening to Book Talk, the podcast where four internet friends talk spicy books with spicy language. I'm Tori. I'm Alex. I'm Liz. And I'm Chris. And we will be your literature captains for the evening. This week, we also have my husband, Dennis, joining us because the book we read, he has also read because I made him read it. So he's going <laughs> to jump in and out with his own little commentary. And he will also be doing our little synopsis for us. But just to give you guys a little heads up, the book we read this week is God of Malice by Rena Kent. It is a dark college romance. Um, there's a lot of like, mine and touch her and you die vibes <laughs> and i am here for it but yeah just to give you guys a little bit of an insight to the book we have dennis here to do his best let us know <laughs> what you read hello i'm dennis so basically you have this college there's kings U and the royal elite and they they're beefing basically there's this girl glendon and her brothers with their stupid names, Landon and Brandon. She is an art major at the Royal Elite. And then there's this guy, Killian, that uh, really has the hots for. So much so that there's a very, very problematic scene in the beginning where he, I don't think I need to explain it. Oh, we're going to go in. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to explain it probably better than I can. Very problematic. He's pretty much got the hots for and basically like says like, no, you're going to fall in love with me. He's a psychopath. Crazy, crazy kind of guy. Likes to kill things, except for Glendon. You touch her and you die. That's that's my gist of the story. I, you would think I'd have a better explanation having read the book. but I mean, but honestly, <laughs> like you read the book months ago. Yeah. So good on you for remembering that. Yeah, it was a good book. It's, it's just that opening scene that I, I just couldn't get out of my head. It's big. Kinda, it's a big kinda, opening scene. Kind of liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I can acknowledge that that opening scene is full on sexual assault. Like I, I can absolutely, uh, 100%. you know what though? I want to say that we just totally shit on. Uh, does it hurt? Yes. Yeah, we told. Okay, so for those who don't know, about two weeks ago, everybody read. Does it hurt? It in fact did hurt us so much that we chose not to publish the podcast because we did not want to be unkind. Um, and in that book, there's a scene. You don't have something there, nice to say. They're having sex and he's pressing her over a boat where sharks are. And none of us were a fan of it. But surprisingly, <laughs> him balancing her on the edge of a cliff and forcing while her she's to give giving him a blowjob wasn't where wasn't her best friend died. To me. <laughs> yeah, it was not consistent. The cliff that her best friend drove himself off of. So already <laughs> a traumatic place. And we're like, you know what? That's okay. I mean, why why trauma dump when you could just have well, him dump a load? You know what I mean? <laughs> next time she saw him, she was just like, no, get away. Like, no, I mean, she was, she was, she was pretty <laughs> Oh, no. She was pretty traumatized, like at the beginning, like right after she went home happened, and painted. Like, and yeah, she made I that, feel like, like masterpiece. he also, I don't know. Like, I mean, I will say, I put this in our group chat that like this book in book talk, 
in book world, like absolutely like 100% into it. Love it. Love everything about it. Like the best. If this was the real world and you enjoyed this, absolutely not go to a psychiatric facility. Like, <laughs> this, is this is crawling with red flags, but like, please in the don't book fall world, in love with that guy. Yeah. But in therapy. The world, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a good if you, story. If you don't put it in the real world because it's not real. It's a book. Right. We're fine. We're not gonna. We're not gonna focus on that. But like, if you just don't think about that, then like everything. <laughs> like, I, I asked you that question like a thousand times during it. I was like, I was like, how are you okay with this? And you're like, it's a book. And I'm it's like, real. But it's. <laughs> it's not. It's like watching Law and Order SVU. Yeah. 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 Like, yes, it's real, but it's not real. And I have to remember that it's not real, real. Can I just yeah. say, Chris, that I knew, I freaking knew, I put this in the group chat too, but I knew when he said, like, he like threatened to put it in her ass. I was like, Chris freaking loved this. I was like, oh she, I guarantee he highlighted it. Like, that she literally was probably cheering. <laughs> I but, had a lot of highlights. But I was like, that's so great of him. How fantastic. How kind. How nice. Chivalrous. How amazing. <laughs> and like Liz, I Liz, I know that you haven't finished it yet because you've had a really heavy week and that's okay. I brief okay. So I I don't like saying I finished it because I skimmed hardcore. Uh, and I definitely need to go back and like read it. So I probably missed a lot of details, but I did finish it. It was just like a skim, a yeah. skimmed version. Okay. But I did so, finish it. So, so you nice. saw so you may or may not have seen the anal scene at his parents' house. Oh no, didn't skim that part. I got that. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, nope, saw it. Definitely Hell, yeah. that one. That was on my radar. <laughs> yep. And it's funny, like, okay, so <laughs> this is the first book uh, in this sort of um series, because it's not a full series, because it's like a world. Well, no, because it's the second gen spinoff generation. The first, yeah, oh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's a new in- installment. That's what I'm looking for. Mm. It is the fourth book. I mean, the first book of this new installment that she's creating. She has this whole series and installment prior telling their parents' stories, which are actually fantastic. Liz did point out when we were when I was talking about like putting this book up. She's like, it's so weird for me to read second gen series because I can't like not view these characters as babies because I read their parents' stories. So we're doing this backwards on purpose. We're going to read them and then we're going to read their parents and it's less <laughs> icky that way. Um, but Wait, Tori, I have a question. I have two questions for you. Yeah, hit me. So one, because I know you're very invested in this series and everything. So this was Tori's pick, by the way. I don't know if yes, you said that. So is there a grandparent? Because I thought I was seeing something about okay. there's like a grandparent Jonathan? series as well. Yes. There is basically like one. There's Jonathan, who is like the king sort of patriarch, like the grandfather. There's his story. Um, so who are the OGs that started everything? So the first one, I believe, was Levi and um, Astrid. So Glendon's parents. And then after that, it was Aiden and fuck, what is her? Elsa. Yeah, the ice princess. Yeah, Elsa. <laughs> and so... It, it, so the first one is Levi, and then it goes Aiden, and then you hit Cecily's parents, and then um, Ava's parents. Like, that entire series, fantastic. Like, fan-fucking-tastic. I No notes. Not a single note. And the my favorite thing, like, with Rena Kent, she's so good at just, like, bringing you into the world. I feel like she writes her characters so well <laughs> that, like, I am actually invested in them. And she did that from the beginning with their parents. And so, like, 
I think that's also kind of special how like at the very end when like the kids are now introducing their parents to, well, like Linda, Glendon's introducing her parents to Killian and you get like Levi's perspective because it's just like a little blast from the past, like getting a little bit of Levi's book again. And I'm like, mm, there he is. He's the same. We love him. We love that guy. But. I will say, Alex and Chris, I don't know about you guys. I do feel like I missed out a little bit not having read the first series before this in the sense where like I felt like there were some things that were overexplained and some things that were underexplained, especially like yeah. when they were explaining like how the mafia ties in with the university and like who is whose like descendant. I feel like that part got was like too quickly passed yeah. by, but then I feel like the structure of the university they like delved in on for like pages and pages and I was like I need this reversed. Like, okay, let me let me just <laughs> let me just put a little sprinkle like a little additive to that. Uh, I think the main focus of this less on the mafia and being more on the royal elite and the structure of that one is because the royal elite plays a bigger role in this book than the mafia or King's U really does. Like it's really Killian and his friends and that's really it. Like you can acknowledge that there's mafia background, but like Killian's family itself, not mafia family. Like he's cousins with the um, head of the, like Nick Nikolai and like Maya and Mia, they're the descendants of the head of the Bratva in New York. But those are just his cousins. Like his parents aren't in the world. They're just kind of like related. And so like that wasn't so heavy. But the next book that's after this one, which is Creighton and Annika's book, that one you get a lot more detail of the mafia sort of like what their involvement is inside King's U and um, just sort of how, how it got to be. And so like, I think that's why there's less focus on that because it's not really the focus of this book, but the next one is important. And then the one after that is Jeremy and Cecily, which is a very good blend of the both because Jeremy's like the head of that little like tribe at King's U. And then the one after that is Landon and Mia, which also a little bit, a little bit of both. Like it just confused me because I was like, where the heck is the mafia coming in here? Because I was like, they just paid like glimpses. And I was like, where, what? <laughs> well, well, just even I forgot saying, that your side job is the mafia. Yeah. Like even yeah. when she was just like mafia, I was like, did I miss something? And I like went back. So I feel like as a reader, cause I didn't know anything about this book going into it. I like saved all of my author research for like the end, which was an hour ago. Um, <laughs> but so I like had no idea that there was any kind of like crime or like organized like underground organization or fight club or whatever you want to call it uh, in this world. And so like when I read the word mafia, I was like, what did well, I miss something? And I had to like go back. Maybe that's just a, an issue with the writing, so to say, because like the fight club and all that, it's not a part of the mafia. Like that's just something that those colleges do. Like they just do right. for funsies. Like, yeah, because like there's the rival clubs and that's something that they created. Like that's that's not a part of any of the prior books, like whatsoever. And so that's just something that they created and they did, which is fine. But like, yeah, I, I get it. I totally get it. But like also on the contrary, first time I read this, I didn't, I didn't care about that at all. I'm like, great. So like that college <laughs> is paid for by American mafia money. And it's on the same island as this college paid by old British money. Do the other books? So I started Annika and um, Creighton. I Creighton. hate that name. Creighton. It sounds um, like Creighton. It makes me like sound a like creature? a hillbilly. <laughs> um, do the other ones? Do they touch on the heathens more? 
Yeah. Because, or the serpent, is it the serpents or the heathens? Yes. Yes. So so you get a little bit of a glimpse, like a glimpse into Landon in this book and like how Mm -hmm. kind of deranged and sort of, uh, he's just, he wants to so. He wants to be yeah, a little nutso. He wants to be the puppet master that like causes chaos everywhere. That and makes sense. The next few books rely heavily on like a lot of like, cause like the heathens have beef kind of with like, I mean, they have beef with uh, the elites, but they also have very real beef with the serpents on their own. Yeah. And so when you get into Annika's book, as well as Jeremy's book, huge serpent. Influence. Okay. Cool. There, I, I honestly like. I love. I like. I said. I've read so much, so many of her books, and I I like them so much. They like. They always have like this big twist at the end. And there's always like this mm-hmm. a little bit of like anticipation and tension, and there's always a little bit of darkness thrown in there. And there's just so much to them that like they just suck me in. And I feel like not enough people talk about Rena Kent. And no, I, I would like to talk about Rena Kent more. This is my first Rena Kent book. I'm so happy I brought that to you. Yeah. I had been eyeing um, a book by her. I don't even remember what it's called right now, but I'd been eyeing it and I just, I because I hadn't heard enough about her. So I was like, I'm just not going to just yet. And here we are. And oh. I loved it. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, we just started discussing and we didn't go over stars. So let's <laughs> start with that. Um, as far as stars go for me, fours across the board. Like fours for rating, fours for overall enjoyment, fours for ease of reading. Granted, I have read this before, so possibly it was easier for me to read again. But if I'm being 100% honest, it was extremely easy for me to read then. And I still <laughs> loved it then. And I enjoyed my way through the book. Even with as heavy as like the it, the topic material is, I, I don't care. I fucking loved it. <laughs> like, hell yeah. And yeah, so like, and then chili spices, I put it at a four. Like, I feel like Rena is very, she's so descriptive in like in the sex scenes that like you can actually like visualize them as well as like, they're not just basic, like not just like little nice, like loving sex scenes. That's loving is not what Killian does, my guy. (laughs) I'm like, no. Okay. Let's be a little brutal. And I'm (laughs) here for it. But he's loving in every other way. And that's why I love him. I love him (laughs) so much. Like he's so cute all the other time. But it makes up for it. Like a psychopath. Like a sweet little psycho. Lovey psychopath. And I love him (laughs) so much. I am like, I love a dark college romance. So the series by Chantel Tessier or Tessier um the lords the world of the lords so um the sinner the ritual the sacrifice and carnage which carnage is like you know kind of like off there I loved those books I ate them up and so I was coming into this expecting the same thing and I got the same thing so I rated 4.5 stars for just overall rating and then ease of reading um, I did a four and then spice. I did a four. Um, mainly I, I had it at 4.5, but then I started to think about, um, I don't know. There were just some times I felt like he didn't know what he wanted to do. Like he was just kind of like, I need you so aggressively right now. I don't know which direction I'm going in. I don't know if I want to like be loving towards you ish or if I want to just like balls to the wall. But I mean, a four is still, yeah, exactly. So a four is still really good. But 
I, I mean, I started book two immediately after, so I liked it. Hell yeah. Uh, Honestly, you guys have no idea. Dennis was like making fun of me just now when like you were talking. He was like, like the shit eating grin on my face right now. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I find such joy in making you guys read books that I like and then finding out that you also like them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. It's not just me. <laughs> yeah. He he also kind of gave me Zayd Meadow vibes, which speaking of, apparently it's his birthday today. Um, it is. <laughs> I'm so, going to finish that book eventually, but I do know that it's his <laughs> birthday today. That was I, like, he's a crazy motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah. And I ate Zade up and I feel like I got Zade vibes from him, but not in the same sense, obviously, because they are two different characters. But man, I feel like weirdly, I feel like Zade has more of a moral compass. Than, yes. And that's saying a lot. Because he, he, yeah, he went left field with the whole gun situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, chopping off hands, dropping them out of door. Yeah, just know. showing up at her house with roses. It's fine. Yeah. But Killian, I, it's weird. Killian, I feel like doesn't have as much of a moral compass as that guy. Mm-mm. Yet he didn't do that stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't give a shit about no anybody but Glendon and but and her. I when love he'd that. make her lunches. Have we talked about? Killian in comparison to uh your boy Chris Diesel? No, I don't think they're comparable. I don't see I think Killian We're listening. is so adorable. <laughs> For those who don't know, so we're comparing him to Diesel from Denna Vipers, who is which is also Chris's chaotic. main squeeze. Oh, I love them both so much, but Diesel is a little skinny white boy vibes okay that is diesel killian does not have that but he killian is so adorable he just does the cutest things for her and like at one point he literally tells her that like she hurt his feelings and he was like i'm not gonna say i pretend like that 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 didn't hurt my feelings and i'm like you have feelings like a bitch like be nice to me i'm trying (laughs) to love you in like the best way that i know how i love that this man is like genuinely a psychopath and chris is like he just does the cutest little thing he reminded me of nate from euphoria i could see that that's who i I saw in my head when i was reading it was nate from euphoria i can see that are you guys familiar with like the alignment system like lawful good lawful neutral chaotic evil where would you say killian falls because personally i think that he would be like spliced between chaotic neutral and chaotic evil mm, honestly yeah. i agree probably chaotic neutral because like he has the potential to be chaotic evil but he also is too self-aware he's so to- self-aware and yeah like he is he doesn't favorite. let himself get to the things that he wants to do like he knows that that would be his down like yes it's self-preservation because he's like if i start killing people I'm not going to stop and then I'm going to end up in jail and I don't want to do that. So I'm just not going to do any of that. And I'm going to go into medicine instead. And I'm, I'm like, just actively going to make a good choice. Like I recognize who I am and what my needs are. And I'm just going to make the good choice. Yeah. I mean, some. Death. Okay. Go off. I, love it. I think we can agree that diesel was definitely more of like a chaotic evil. Like yeah. he was like, yeah. I'm just going to like go and like chop some people with an ax. <laughs> I have messed up things going on in my head. Um, he reminds me I of do... someone like foaming at the mouth, but in like a cute and but in a... <laughs> way. Like a little rabid chipmunk, you know? <laughs> yeah, but like in a really cute A way. little bird. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I think that Killian, though, is the only reason I say that he's like slightly on the line is like sometimes he kind of just like tiptoes over it. And I'm like, oh, that was a little evil. That was a little. Yeah, I'm like, go back, go back, go back, <laughs> go back. <laughs> You're scaring me. Do it again. <laughs> a couple times I like you. i thought he was going to genuinely fuck up i was like oh my god you're about to fuck this up oh my god you're about to fuck this up like yeah he's about to go so bad and then he doesn't and i'm like oh because he thinks about everything like right uh, after glendon got the uh video and he like put his brother in like a chokehold and i was like here goes honestly okay i wrote this in my notes and like we'll go back to chris's stars after this because i do i do want to talk about this like i thought that moment as like heavy and like tension filled as it was I loved that moment for him and his family. I like, did too. I thought that was such a, like a sweet moment for him and his parents and like Gareth for them all to like, he's like, hey, this is what I heard. I've always been fucked up, but that fucked me up. Okay. Like I, that's why. And then his dad was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I, okay. Okay. And his dad and then, took like, accountability and, for it. And yeah. I really liked that instead of being the macho man and just being like, we'll get over it. You know, like, like some people's parents to him and like, yeah, and he righted like, his wrong. Like, it's so easy to imagine these characters as adults because th- legally they are they are adults. But like, yeah, Killian and Glennon are 19, still very they're teenagers. And like to hear an apology from your parent for something that like you've been holding on yourself since you were a child, like at that age, like sure, you should have had it earlier, but like, but yeah. it's still important and he's still very much a kid. And so like, it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, yeah. You done fucked up dad. Let's, let's chit chat about it. That's fine. I love that moment. I thought that was, it was nice. I thought it was interesting <laughs> that they compared his tendencies to the mom. No, so they com- they compared it to that's just it. So like they that those are one of the moments where they they shine back to the previous books. They were saying that she's similar to her. That's all they're saying is her, and that's a woman from Rena's Rena. Oh, um, see, I thought they were also comparing him to his mom, and I was like, no. So his so, mom's a little freaky too. I thought, yeah, I was like, oh. <laughs> What I've gathered, like what I gathered, especially like from because the mom was like, there was somebody who did something really bad to us in my past. Yeah. And then that confused me because I was like, okay, well, weren't we just comparing Mm -hmm. him to mom? And now we're comparing him to a random person who screwed them over. We're not comparing to mom at that point. We're talking about a, a ominous sort of her. And that's one of the things like it will benefit you if you read this books beforehand. Uh, I haven't read Raina's book. So like couldn't tell you i don't know who that is. <laughs> like i forgot that i was intrigued to read that until i read this one I'm is like, her book out it's those came out before these ones oh, oh okay okay yeah. i wasn't sure if that was still like a continuation or yeah no so cool and so um so i i've been actually meaning like literally once i finish the book that i'm reading right now i'm going back and reading their duet because i need to know who her is i need to know what happened yeah who is the psychopath that tortured this girl uh, Chris, though, your stars, baby. Four all around. I liked reading it. I liked the content. Um, I thought the sex scenes were good. Killian, I, there, I thought there was some, not slow times, but I thought the pace in it was really weird. I did not know if like we were ramping up to do something. And then at some moments, it felt like we were ramping up for something. And then like it kind of just like kept ramping up. And I was like, okay, like something. Like one of those orgasms happen. when you're on antidepressants. 
Yeah, li- literally. Like, can we wrap this up, please? Mm-hmm. It took so long. So long. And but, I am and then, embarrassed. And now no one wants to end it right now, but we got to see it through. Yeah, I just started back on mine. Woo! We love it. You're not depressed, but you don't get it. Man, my dose was entirely too high. And I sat there one night and I was like, I feel higher than I kite right now. And then I started having a panic attack. And I was like, this is not supposed to be fucking happening. No, I. There was nothing going on in here. That's happened to me a few times when I got too high. And this is like actually scary. That's why I stopped smoking is because I I would take one puff and then immediately I'm like, the cops are coming to take my kids away. That's it. My dad's going to show up on my doorstep. <laughs> but Sorry, Chris, we interrupted you. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I think you're good. I liked it. I don't remember what I was saying. I think it was all, it was all like forced. It just had like a weird pacing a couple of times. Um, and then at the end, I thought the text thread with like the dad. I thought that was kind of random if you don't know that there are other books that are going yeah. through the other families and all everything like that. So it was weird oh, yeah. at the end to see the way that everybody was talking. And it yeah. was like, wait a minute. They were so just like, gross. Why, why do your children seem so far distance from each other? Well, they're not. The children aren't all as a group distance from each other. As a group, they're close. It's yeah. Specifically Levi's kids that have like, well, not Levi's kids. It's like Brandon and Landon are distance from, I mean, Brandon and Glendon are distance from Landon. And yeah. So- and I did not like Landon at all. You will. I think it's going to be interesting. To read his book. <laughs> that's just it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what I love about like, Rena writes. I'll just say I did not like his name. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like Michael this. and Michael. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the fact that they named their twins rhyming names you could have done a lot better than that landon and brandon are you really especially those ones correct correct terrible okay like but i will say that like landon is such a big character inside all of the books that like you genuinely don't like him as a person because he's not a good person but like in his book I love him now. And like, I could not stand him before. And I love that so much. And I think that like Rena does those things where like, she writes a lot of psychopaths. She writes a lot of problematic people, a lot of like really dark shit. And you know, mentally unstable. Absolutely. And like, you, you know that these aren't good people, but when you get to their book and you sort of like peel the layers of them off a little bit and like see where their minds are and like what their thought process is and like who they are as a person outside of just like, what somebody else sees them as it's really fun it's really fun to like look in behind the curtain that way i don't know i love it but i i did i did feel like the first time i read it i was confused too with like the text stream between the adults but like i didn't pay it too much mind because it was super small and also i thought it was funny that all the like grown-ass men were just fighting with each other that's what i thought i was like what the hell is this random text thread with the fucking dads (laughs) about yeah, and they're like, because they're all they're all best friends. But the thing is, Growing like, out. yeah, and like, I did read this backwards. I read this series first, and then I went went and read the parent series because I was curious because of those scenes. That I'm like, mm. okay, I need to know more about what this is because I don't know what this is. I would like to know what this is. Also, I I am not a fan of the names, but I think in in like a British accent, they are supposed to rhyme. Like, I think it's. Glendon, like Glendon, Linden, Brendan. Like I think when you say it in a Brandon. British, 
Glendon. 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 Yeah, I think the din. <laughs> I think the still bad. I mean, I think two that out makes of it worse. <laughs> three out of the three, terrible. Oh, Awful. I'm not a fan. And, we, I, and like Glenn, what the fuck is Glenn? I mean, I know plenty of grown ass, like 60 year old men named Glenn, but it's like Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, in my head, I pronounced it Glenn, like Glenn. I don't know. Like Glenn. 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 I read the audiobook, so it said Glendon. Glendon. I like uh, every part of me wanted to keep saying Glenda, like Glenda the Good. <laughs> but they had to put the D O in there so she could have the same name as her brothers, apparently. So. What kind of nickname do you get with Glenda? Like Glilly? Glenn, Glenn, the only option, or just done. A bus driver's nickname. <laughs> You're done. Literally. You're Lynn, done. You're Lynn done. Could be, Lynn could be cute. Lynn Lana Brand. Lynn Lana Brand, you know. <laughs> Brand flakes. Good old Brand Muffin. Uh, I, Lynn, I, have any stars for us? Yes. Okay. So overall, I am rating a 3.5. I enjoyed it. The only reason I didn't rate it higher is just because like I had to skim. So that's more of like a me thing. I feel like if I go went back and like took more time, I it would definitely be a four. But I think because I just had to like rush through it. 3.5. It was a good read. I think ease of reading, I put at a three. I don't think it's a very bingeable book or like an easily digestible book. Like it, it's not the kind of book you could like sit down down and like read all the way through and like not have to pause for a couple minutes when like oh I definitely <laughs> did that yeah I did it too <laughs> oh am I messed up <laughs> maybe a little bit uh I got a four though or 4.5 it was very spicy I just again nothing could ever be five after Den of Vipers there were no knives in her butthole so but <laughs> 4.5 overall. I really did enjoy the book. Uh, 3.5 overall. I wanted to say that I was looking, I like to like look at the Goodreads reviews and the Amazon reviews and just like read the positives and the negatives. And one negative I saw that kind of stuck with me that I wanted to ask you guys was they said that Rena Kent as an author associates like colors with her characters and picks like two traits and then hyper focuses on them and it makes her characters come off as more two-dimensional and they were just like we get it red and that was <laughs> all they oh so i wanted to know yeah like they pick like their things saw. i noticed that because yeah no i definitely noticed that but i did not put together what that was until yeah i didn't uh, either yeah because having, at some point i was like oh my god okay we know you yeah. like red having read all the books in this series at least like i i can see that that she does it because she the red is with um killian the next book with annika she's a purple girl like but like I, I it's not uncommon i feel like any person who says that their favorite color is purple they just have so much fucking shit in purple just in general so i'm like that's nothing they're weird. Purple yeah, they're really dramatic. Like if, you're, if your favorite color is purple you're a purple person yeah like i had a boss like that literally everything she owned was purple and i'm like why why that's okay. me with like enforced yep. green <laughs> yep. and then in landon and mia's book she definitely correlates blue with mia um, but I've never looked at it as making the characters two dimensional. I is Mia the mute? Yes, girl. Okay, cool. I loved how they used sign. Oh yeah, how she that was cool. I like that. I love when a character is either deaf or mute using sign 
just because I think that it is like in the fourth wing, there is a deaf character. And I thought that that was just so cool that mm-hmm. that was involved in such a big series and to, or a big book. And then to have it here, I thought it was also really cool because it is not ever brought up. No. And like, it's one of those things that like, she does it so well. And like, because in Mia's book, like Mia has been silent since she was eight. And yes. so her whole family had to learn sign language so like she could Aww. with them and so like you see her interacting with nico and her sister maya and then landon when he caught his infatuation had no knowledge of american sign language and like, he thought about doing british sign language but because Mia's is american he's like there's actually differences there yeah like, he went and he learned the he learned american sign language so he can communicate with her and That's like, awesome. I love that. Like representation base. Uh-huh. I love that. And I am a big fan of the Hunger Games. I think that it was very revolutionary in literature and young adult literature. And one thing that I love that the movie did was have the Avoxes sign. I think that that was like mm-hmm. a huge step in representation. Yeah. Uh, with our special guest, do you have ratings for us? Yeah, I don't have a lot of so, knowledge of spice. We got, spice, we got rating, like overall rating. You got your enjoyment, the ease of reading, and then spice level, all to fives. Okay, so yeah, I'll give it a four as far as overall rating. And then what was the other one? Spice? Oh, enjoyment. I uh, I'll give it a like a three point three. Oh, because I odd think numbers in there for the first part. <laughs> I was just so confused about why she was just letting this person stay involved in her life like call the police dude like <laughs> like, like they didn't also make no attempt and which i understand why she didn't want to tell anybody however i yeah i get that to that i think the the transfer time was too quick like she should have had a mental breakdown a little bit more i yeah, feel besides just a painting and then like yeah 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 now. she's like i'm fine now <laughs> Like that's what uh, are you? Can I just say I love how wholesome Dennis is. He's like, I was concerned about her well-being, and we're like, <laughs> you know, we could do with more of those kind of scenes. Yeah, mouth on the side of that's the what I was Hell concerned yeah. about. I was like, how are they going to come back from this? He literally. M- I was also her. did not know after that. I was like, where are we going? Where I thought we go? he was going to yeah, end up how, being how like the bad guy how who got coming back from this? the shit beat out of him after like, you know, some other guy comes in and is like, he did what to you? And then he avenges her. Nah. But then come to find out <laughs> he was just, he he was the whole thing. The whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> but I would say my enjoyment at the end was much higher. I liked the book. So maybe 3.3 is mean. But spiciness, just because of the opening scene, I would say it's probably the second spiciest book I've ever read. You haven't read a lot of spicy books. <laughs> I've read. Like- I like how you said that 3.3 was mean because I also rate books on how mean I am being towards the author. As far as favorite characters go, who is everyone's favorite? Because I feel like Rena gives you a good variety of characters. Yes. And so it could be anybody's game. It could be anybody's game. Who is everyone's favorite character? I liked Nikolai, even though he was always sleeping in random places. Like, yeah. bro, why are you at the foot of the stairs? Like, they never All really... the time. The thing is, like, so they they mentioned that in little droplets. And, like, that's what I love about, like, when she leads up to this 
the next parts of the series. Like she'll drop little like Easter eggs in like the earlier books. So you can kind of like put it all together when you get like that person's like big moment. Mm-hmm. And so like they mention Nico's like weird sleeping habits throughout yeah. the books. And the next book that's going to come out is in December and it's Nico's book. And I'm very excited. Ooh, yeah. Like why that is that way. And I'm so excited for that. As soon as I saw that, because Nikolai, so my favorite character is Killian, but I have a lot of highlights about Nikolai. Like he was a heavy second for me. Um, I just thought he was also very adorable. Both of them are just so cute. And he was funny and chaotic and scary. And I just, I I love, I love reading beginning like series like this that are like interconnected series where like you you know that you're getting more books about the side characters as time goes on i love reading those and like trying to guess who they're going to pair up with who and like what's going to happen that that way and like i i feel like she made it pretty obvious that like nico had his eyes set on bran in this one but like it was i did not catch that at all he calls him Lotus and says that he's a beautiful little Lotus that floated into the room. Why did you yeah. not? <laughs> like, Lotus. He say anything nice about anybody outside of his family. And then he was like, and then this guy walked in looking like a delicate flower. There's a beautiful Lotus. And he calls him Lotus all the time. <laughs> I thought he was joking. <laughs> no, Nico doesn't joke. Nico doesn't I joke. kind of thought Bran and I thought he was joking. Yeah, we're going to be a thing because they were like playing video games and he kind of seemed like he had the hots for her. And knowing that her man have a story, now I'm like, mm, because their interaction Bad. was not what I expected. Bad. It's not a good interaction. Yeah. No. I feel like I never really thought that he and Mia were going to be a thing. I noticed that that was probably like a wrench that she was trying to throw. But like the second that Nico, I think it was the bar scene when like Glendon was out with her friends and they were drinking and then Killian and Nico like crashed it and they were playing the yeah. like have I ever and like Nico staring straight at Brandon's and like I've never been I thought that was the weird that. part well that's why because what I'm what I think is happening at this point because all of these timelines in their books are like somewhat overlapping um and so what I think is happening that like I obviously have no idea I'm speculating wildly this book does not exist quite yet um but like what I think is happening is that you know how in the beginning of the like sort of heathens initiation that Glendon went to how there was a person that what had their mask on that Nico like dragged off personally and had him sitting on his lap there. And like, it was a man and Glendon said, there's something about this guy that looks familiar, even though I can't see his face. My brain is saying mm. that's Brandon. That makes yeah, sense. That the coupling. Whoa. So, yeah. That's where I that's did where not like at. how they only had two people make it through there. Out of like the hundred about that, I thought there'd be at least like ten. It's a it's an exclusive club, not and then not one of them. Ah, Clearly, like that. As much as her character made sense, I did not think that her character made fucking sense. Well, that's because she didn't actually make it through. It's because Gareth led her through, and like that was a really big moment later in the book. Was that Gareth? Yeah, but I feel like it could have. I don't know. I feel like that dynamic could have been changed because it was very weird that like her what are you even talking about like there was something always suspicious about it yeah absolutely and i don't know if that was just for obviously or so okay real quick was gareth a part of yeah he's a heathen so he the way i think about gareth i think about him as like the accountant in the mafia 
You know, like he's there. Yeah. And he can be brutal if he wants to, but he's yeah. a businessman. But is have he you guys like, ever was seen he a uh, part of the plan with Cherry and uh, Devlin? Well, yeah, Real quick, the name Devlin is in yeah. "Just Go with It" with Adam Sandler, and it's it and means Jennifer- taking a poop. Taking a poop. So every time I read her or his name, Devlin, I was like, "You gotta go poop." <laughs> so I think gotta go poop. Cherry and Gareth <laughs> had a separate. I mean, Cherry and Gareth had a separate plan than Cherry and Devlin. Ah, Gareth didn't know that Devlin was still alive. They kept that all. Oh. Uh, Gareth and Cherry had their own little plan. Oh. Cherry was sleeping her way. Like she was just trying to get in with him and he wanted to hurt Killian because he had like brotherly beef. And so like, that's what that was. And then when he realized like what extent it went to, he was like, oh no, fuck you. Nope. Well, we started this and then got really like, uh, so Chris said Killian was the favorite one or Nico. Yeah. Killian. I like Killian. He was adorable. He was so sweet. Honestly. Like, yeah, he's a little fucked up, but like, he was also so sweet. I can fix him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to fix him. He, he's already good. He's just a little different. I'll take him right as he is. <laughs> yeah. He's Not fine. a single note. It wouldn't change a single thing. He's trying his best. Literally, for my I put favorite character, I put Killian motherfucking Carson. Because, like, same. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what it is. So cute. I don't know what it is about a psychopath in a book that it just fucking does something for me. And it's like so weird because again, it does not translate into real life. Um, So I, I loved Killian. I genuinely liked Glendon and a lot of people in the reviews hated her, which we could talk on in a minute because like literally like the number one rude comment on this book is Glendon. Um, But I think my favorite character was Glendon because I don't know. I, I genuinely enjoyed her as a character. I liked that. She was more like dimensional. Like she didn't just like this thing happen. And she was like, oh, guess I'm in love. Like we got some trauma. We got some her working through things, working through her emotions, working through her feelings. I enjoyed her. My favorite character was Nikolai or Nico. Every time they said Nikolai, I thought of E. coli. E. coli. Weirdly, <laughs> I thought of like Ricola, the... Cough drops? Re- I, didn't I, just, like, I read it, I go, <laughs> Mine was Creighton. Was it? Yeah. Right. I like that he didn't give a fuck about anybody. Just, Not a soul. He just eats his food and just goes to the gym and he's just like, he's- anybody that talks to him, he's just like, fuck off. Were there any icks for anybody in this book? I'm sure that there were a lot because like, you know, I didn't have a lot. I had one. I wrote. I wrote them down. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The beginning dialogue when Ava is first introduced, the dialogue between her and Glendon, where they, mm-hmm. where she like brings up Killian, felt extremely forced. Um, and it like I just felt like I it was literally like I need to tell you these things about this character, so I'm gonna check every single one of these boxes. And I feel like it is not a way that two normal humans speak to each other. Like, just on this planet, nobody <laughs> would talk like that in a conversation ever. But I, I agree. My, my ick, though, um, it's it was just one verbiage in a sex scene. She said, like, he pulled out his penis. And for some reason, that one, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I want how he did it. <laughs> I, want cock, I want dick i could even take i've seen member he pulled i'll take member. that i'll take, I'll take, <laughs> member. I I'll take his member. manhood i'll take manhood <laughs> i'll take his girth 
There are I don't want a penis. Wait, would you take schlong over penis? Yes. Yes. Uh, in, a, in a heartbeat. She was reason, being like, too the, anatomically correct. And like, <laughs> as, as a mother, I get the importance of like teaching your children the anatomically correct words. Yes. But I'm not a child. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, but that's yeah. I'm not focusing on my exactly, children right that's now. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> I'm not trying to pair my kids reading these books. I'm trying to get. So no, that one was my ick was like, you know what? You just took me out of the scene completely. You just said like, he pulled out his penis and I'm like, you know what? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. Is this an anatomy textbook? (laughs) (laughs) I took that shit in high school 11 years ago. Leave me alone. I don't want, I don't want to do that anymore. You graduated 11 years ago? Yep. Oh yeah. What class were you? I was 2014. 2012. That's 2013. Alex, Chris, did you guys have any icks? Um, mine was the first scene because it just was like very hard right off the bat. I when I read it, I was like, oh my god, what the fuck have I gotten myself like, into? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? But then it obviously it got I like I mean I rated a 4.5, so it got way better after that. But yeah, that first scene was a doozy for me. It really starts out with a bang. This really a uh, bang at an entire house fire. What did we want more of out of this book? Um, I thought like connection to the mafia, uh, more of their roles because like I understand like they were crazy and I did I think that it did a similar job to Den of Vipers of trying to explain the breakdown and who does what, but I felt like their weird balancing act of being in the mafia being these rich kids and also fighting and then doing these in x y z like when are you also this mafia killer man but now you're also (laughs) spending all this time with your girlfriend how many hours a day do you have for me for what i wanted more of i i put like which i i think we got a good amount of these but this my one and more of is a good thing like i want i wanted more of the side characters that they introduced and um i think that's a great thing because that's what she did purposefully, I believe, as she continues to grow the series with the side characters, getting their own books and doing these different things. So, like, she wants you to be interested and curious about, like, what's going on in these other people's lives that they're introducing you to. Because she introduces you to so many people. They're one-dimensional, but they're not. It's not just, like, saying, oh, this is my cousin. They say, like, a couple lines, and then they drop off. But, like, the family connections between both of the families in these books, like both of the colleges, like the family connections, they're all, they're so strong. They have such a close relationship. Like Lyndon has such a close relationship with her cousins, with her like friends who are like kind of like, they're like the family friends are like kind of like cousins, but they're not because like their parents are best friends, but they're not actually related. Like that sort of cousin. Um, that, that and- I think that cousin relationship kind of threw me off in a couple of instances. Cause I was like, how are you guys actually related? I'm trying to create a family tree. And it's like, if we could have just stuck with y'all are close. I am so weirdly addicted to interconnected series that like, I love when they introduce all these like characters that they have some sort of connection to because I have their own book. And so I'm not confused by it. I'm more intrigued by it because I'm like, what am I going to learn about you? The next book that I read. I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see a little more of the fighting rink. I, sh- I really liked that scene and I I don't know, I just like to see more of it. I want to see more of I agree. I, I want to read more of people beating the shit out of each other. We love that. Um, but okay, if there's nothing else that we want to talk about, then I feel like we reached like kind of a little plateau and we can call it, we can yeah. call it a night for tonight. 
I guess if there's something else that we want to talk about, I feel like we have reached the end of our podcast tonight, and that is totally fine. Uh, we have been your literature captains for the evening. My name is Tori. I'm Alex. I'm Liz. And I'm Chris. And I'm Dennis. <laughs> I'm so to you guys this week. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother.